Previously on the Arius Adventures. A couple of days into your journey, and uh, he sees vultures circling what looks to be a like giant buffalo looking creature. It's- it looks like there's just something dead up ahead. Maybe just best to go around it. As you hang out, uh, you see just coming out of the tall grass from your right a net uh, just launches towards you, but you pull your head back in just in time before it can tangle itself around you. And you guys begin to hear the sound of hyena-like laughter from the grass. You called it, Tagoro. I freaking called it. I know everyone's going to be like, oh, he's married to her. That's all like that's no. Crap to me. Oh no. <laughs> I, I know Cassie wouldn't have said anything. Twelve heads poke up out of the grass as you see twelve knolls with spears, swords, and nets chuckling as they make their way towards you. And then I'll swing again. Alright. That's a natural one, but it's a twelve. And what'd you get what'd you get for your damage or your roll, buddy? I don't want to say. Yeah. It was another natural one. Oh, buddy! <laughs> oh, shit. I've rolled two natural ones. It can't get any worse. Never mind, it could. I'll stop talking. I'll look as he's running. Ah, ah, no, no, no. <laughs> fire a fireball. A fire bolt. Excuse me. And that's a Ooh, 31. Jesus. That's a 31 to hit. Oh. All right. That guy has three <laughs> health points left. Oh, buddy. Yeah, Tagoro, what are you going to do with the guy in front of you? Oh, hey, are you scared, little guy? So what did we learn today? <laughs> uh, Edap need find new friends. Eh, <laughs> uh, close enough. Andy, can we keep him? He doesn't seem so bad. He just seems scared. Edab have friend? Edab have friend. You guys got into a fight with some gnolls. Uh, you were ambushed and taken by surprise. And one remained alive. His name was Edab. Edab! Um, <laughs> yeah. He offered to spare his life. He offered to help escort you guys through the plains and into the barrens where the scar is. Uh, that's the big giant canyon place where the Steel Thunder tribe is chilling. So from where that ambush hit us, how many days travel are we from the scar? You're probably still another couple, probably at least over a week away still. Um, if you want, I can repost the map so you can look at it, if that helps. Me. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah. In just a second. Good refresher. So blue is going to be where you started. And where we are, look at where we started. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> green is going to be, well, I don't have green. We'll do black. Black will be like your path. And then red will be where you guys got into your fight. Okay. And then I'm going to highlight your target <laughs> where you need to get to. If you can see that. Wow. I can see that. Okay. So we have quite a ways to go. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we have traveled exactly uh, two dashes. Two dashes. <laughs> so once you guys have stopped for the night, uh, again, like picture just kind of like this savanna, prairie, grassland is what you guys have been traveling through the further south you get. A few couple of like scattered trees here and there, but not very many. It's very open. So What's nice is who's ever keeping watch, you've got a good view of any potential party sneaking up on you. However, at the same time, you're traveling, that leaves you vulnerable as well from being spotted. So you guys have made camp for the night. Ramathorn isn't quite warmed up to EDAB at the moment. The Noel is very like jittery and jumpy sometimes around you guys. He's afraid he's going to get in trouble. Every once in a while, like, if Garrus or Feora or Tagoro... Wow, sitting right here. Mo- totally forgot my name. ...move suddenly or something like that, he flinches just kind of, like, reactively. So, yeah. Um, so, Manny, you're sitting, like, at the fire that you guys have built? Yeah, I assume. Okay. And I will uh, get some equipment ready mm-hmm. uh, to make the dome for the night before bedtime. Mm-hmm. I guess I will start with to girl's ax. All right. He was asking me about that first. Alrighty. Are you guys all like chilling out watching him do all this? He, Roshin has gotten Edab a blanket. Aw. He, he thanks you for that. He, kind of like wraps it tight around him the same way you would with your cloak and yeah. he just kind of like occasionally just kind of like nervously does like one of his like little like hyena type laughs <laughs> so oh God, gonna be hearing that all night <laughs> wow poor buddy <laughs> N- nothing offense I was just wondering <laughs> Just something to get used to. Just yep. <laughs> Garrus is over here like, oh, are we stuck listening to this bullshit? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So yeah, out of you guys, who's keeping watch right now while this item is being identified? Do you want to have Feora just kind of like keeping an eye on things while you guys are gathered around? I'll keep watch. Okay. Garrus is keeping watch. So, Manny, you're casting Identify on the axe because during the blue dragon fight with uh, Rizelle, Tagoro activated its second phase. So, I believe you remembered when you identified it like the first time it had like a little bit of an extra to attack and stuff. And it also like cast off some electricity of its own, some lightning damage of its own. 
And now, I think you guys are going to like this. So, uh, the way these items, because you guys have, I think you learned this back at the Raven Council, that these were ex- these were heroic items made by the founding members of the Vivandi Raven Council. And Tagoro, you were told that this was called the Vakur Mage Act. And it was wielded by a warrior mage who was from the old Dwarven kingdoms. And again, this has been made possible with the help of our buddy, uh, Toast. So you've... Dear God. (laughs) So you've unlocked phase two of the Vakur Mage Act. So it is a great axe. You gain a plus two to your attack and damage rolls made with this weapon. Uh, You hit with melee attack using this weapon. It deals an additional, or it deals 1d12 slashing damage. So here are the fun properties it has attached to it. Now that you have a second phase. Brilliant. The item emits brief flashes of bright purple light whenever it is activated. Elemental Burst. On a critical hit, this weapon deals an additional 2d6 lightning damage. Lightning Absorption. You have resistance to lightning damage. If you already have resistance to lightning damage from another source, you now gain immunity to lightning damage. If you already have immunity to lightning damage from another source, you regain hit points equal to half any lightning damage you are dealt. And then the final feature on this weapon is called Voltic. Whenever you hit a creature with an attack using this weapon, this weapon gains a charge. As a bonus action, you can expend any number of charges to deal an extra two lightning damage for each charge spent on your next weapon uh, attack on this turn. Uh, If one round goes by, the weapon has not struck a foe, it loses all the charges. So like... You hit, it has a charge, your next turn, you hit again, you can emit off, uh, yeah, extra damage from it. So that's phase two, and I will tell you, there is a third phase, you just haven't unlocked it yet. Yo. I unlocked it. No, that's, you don't just unlock it because you say so. Uh, it says I have no defenses, no resistance immunities or vulnerabilities. Okay, so now you have resistance. So if you get hit with lightning damage, you now take half lightning damage. That's hot. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. pretty awesome. I like yeah. that. I like that last ability too. You can. Oh yeah. Okay. So after I see that, and I will let Tagoro know that. So use that with care. Yeah. Oh god, Tagoro's gonna go crazy. <laughs> right. You turn around and I, and then you look back and I immediately just look like a orc Thor and I'm just like, what's up? <laughs> Weird. Well, we're, not gonna hear it. we're not gonna hear the end of this for a while. This will be interesting. What are you saying, Garris? <laughs> what? What are you saying, Garris? I said, uh... <laughs> are you making fun I of said... me, Garris? Mm. <laughs> oh, God. 
Mr. Tuggerger, you're you're a god? Foolish mortal. Okay. All right. he's just joking. Right, girl? (laughs) I'm hovering in the air, you tell me. (laughs) (laughs) He's just standing on top of Ramathorn. I was gonna say, Roshin just like blinks and like leans over to Manny, just like I don't I don't see any hovering. (laughs) (laughs) Am I wrong? Jesus Christ. I just I just let it happen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Manny just resigns himself to whatever is in store for them. <laughs> well, if the axe has capabilities, then the rapier and the pocket watch should too. I've been trying to figure out what this stupid pocket watch does all this time. You know what? It's too bad you gave that one staff back to the Raven Council. Yeah, but I have this staff, and I like it. It works. Alrighty, so what are you checking out next? The pocket watch. The pocket watch? Alright. Toast said he had fun with making this one. Uh, So you only have phase one currently on this. So after casting identify on this, you discern that this is the Gear Dragon Pocket Watch. And it is a wondrous item. Uh, For phase one, it has the following two properties on it. Cartographic. On its own volition, the item records a map of the environments that you are exploring and can magically project it for you to see as a bonus action. It also has clockwork on it. This item contains tiny interlocking gears and is powered by magic from Mechanus, a plane of clockwork predictability. A creature that puts an ear to the item can hear faint ticking and whirring noises coming from within. When you make an attack roll while attuned to this item, you can forego rolling the d20 to automatically get a 10 on the dice. Once used, this property can't be used again until the following day. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And it has two more phases after that. <laughs> Dibs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You just got a new axe. Get out of here. <laughs> hmm. Okay. And then I'll do the rape here. Alrighty. The Sun Stinger of Lytos. And in phase one, it does the following. You gain plus one to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. It has the finesse property. When you hit with a melee attack using this weapon, it deals 1d6 piercing damage. And it has what's called radiant strikes on here. You can use a bonus action to speak this weapon's command word, causing celestial energy to erupt from the weapon. While this weapon is ablaze, it deals an additional, or it deals an extra 1d6 radiant damage. The blazing energy lasts until you use a bonus action to speak the command word again, or until you drop or sheath the weapon. Yo. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Can Roshin use finesse weapons? Can you use rapiers? Uh, I don't know. No. 
Okay. She's a sorcerer, so she yeah. can only use simple weapons. Yeah, can use crossbow, light, dagger, dart, quarterstaff, and sling. Mm-hmm. Also, I am not strong. <laughs> or dexterous. <laughs> kind of kind of dexterous ish. Not really. <laughs> well, I cannot use the sung stinger because it requires attunement. And I am full on attunement. You are? Yeah, I, I have a cloak of protection. I have a ring of protection and a staff of the magi. And all of those require attunement. Oh, you may end up wanting to switch it out later. You can always attune to it. Or somebody else on the team can attune to it. But True. yeah, it has some pretty epic stuff later on in phase two and three also. Just gonna say. All right. I'll hang on to that. I hang on to both of them. Clockwork is always good. <laughs> yes, clockwork yeah. is really handy. Um, yeah. Because you can just basically take the 10, add it to whatever your attack modifier is, and like, if it's good, you automatically hit. Yeah, like, if you have a good attack modifier, like, you're fine. <laughs> Which I do, but again, I pray for on attunement. The only thing is, I, I could lower my AC, but it's so low already. Well, actually, why don't we give... Uh, <laughs> why don't we give Sunsinger to Edeb? No. <laughs> his, ears, his ears perk up for a moment, and then they droop back down. <laughs> Manny looks at him. I do not trust Edab. <laughs> oh, wow. He tried to attack us. Fuck that guy. Out of, out of fear. Anyway. Oh, by the way, uh, do I see somebody approaching us or something? Not yet. I'll, I'll let you know if anyone approaches. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, those are the three items. Is there anything else that you... No. have on you that you wish to I think that was really all of it at least the major stuff alright we will get up and kind of gather things together start making the ritual for the tiny hut dome while he's doing that is there any conversations you guys want to have with anybody you have currently Feora and Edab as your NPCs, and you can also feel free to talk among yourselves. Roshin is going to teach Edab how to play rock, paper, scissors. Okay. How are you going to explain this to him? Uh, so, so there's a game, right? <laughs> and when and you could do this and this and this with your hands, right? What? So we do that. What? what are scissors? Pokey things. Like uh like uh two two small swords. Oh <laughs> they cut things. Like Ooh. but not like not like uh not like sword cut things, like like paper and 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 fabric for toys and stuff. And so we both make the shapes, and we choose, we choose which shape we want to make, 
and then at the same time we do rock paper scissors shoot and we do oh. we choose one and all of them beat one of the other ones so rock rock smashes the scissors and paper covers the rock and scissors cut the paper and so if you've got you got to you got to pick the one that's going to beat the other one but it's a guess cuz you don't know what the other person's going to do and so it's fun cuz it's like a little competition but nobody gets hurt or anything and it's fun to make it's it's fun to make shapes with your hands okay okay um etab ready to try game yes <laughs> so Becky, what we're both gonna do is at the same time we're both gonna roll a 1d3 and i've already numbered out like what each number means okay yes <laughs> so who wants to count us down i will i'll do it all right are you ready, ready becky mm-hmm. all right ready <laughs> go Oh, what? So, <laughs> so at the same time, both Edab and Roshin hold out their fists to show rock. <laughs> and Roshin just like starts giggling like really, really loudly and like falling over a little bit. Just like sometimes that happens and nobody wins, but it's okay because it's kind of funny because we thought the same thing. He just he just laughs. <laughs> we try again? Yes. <laughs> Alright. All right. Count us down again. <laughs> You're right. Alright. Three, two, one, go. No, no. Oh my god. <laughs> what the heck? You just have these like two children just like Oh my playing god. rock, paper, scissors, but never changing the shape of their fists. <laughs> oh my god. There's rock, paper, scissors, rock. Alright, we'll, we'll do one more time. <laughs> For all the marbles. Yeah. Whoever wins gets a platinum piece from Manny. What? <laughs> Neither of them know what to do with it, I don't think. Dad right. eats it. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. Oh my god. So I'm gonna screenshot this and save this. That was Jesus. (laughs) Oh my god, that was all ones all in a row. So it looks like our two dumb beans don't really understand how this game works as you guys watch this. We're just like laughing and shaking our fists at each other. <laughs> that, that's all. That's all I wanted to do. Feyor is just cracking up. Garrus is just thinking, like, so this is what it's like to have kids. <laughs> Manny finishes the dome. It, it just comes. All right, it's all set. Oh my god, that was rock. fantastic. <laughs> they just rocked the whole time. <laughs> Is there uh, anything else you guys want to do, Tagoro or Garrus? Do you guys have anything? 
Uh, I'm just keeping an eye out uh, around the camp, making sure nobody's coming or anything. Alrighty. Uh, I'm going to keep an eye on Egad just for everyone, so it's, I'm going to spoon it's with him. Dab, like dab. Oh, uh, no. To, to Goro, he's Egad. Okay. That's hurtful. So uh, he's going to spoon <laughs> with him. You're going to. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, wait a minute. You're going to what with him? Spoon. Put my arm around. That way, if he like tries to get up in the night and like, slit our throats, like, he knows it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I, okay. He just goes up to Edab and he's just like, "Hey, I have night terror, so I gotta have a sleep buddy. You're it, since you're the newbie." <laughs> it's true. Everyone's done it. I was the first one. Oh my! <laughs> Edab's just like, "Oh, okay. What? What? What are night terrors?" Uh, I'll wake up screaming and thrashing. Oh, Edab does that too sometimes. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, that's cool that I kind of do one of those, like, I lean back so each dad can't see me, and I do the look like, what the fuck? <laughs> Bro? Oh, my goodness. Gordon Bell's Night Terrors after this night. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> he wakes up to a freaking Noel screaming and having Night Terrors. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Alright, I'm Big Spoon. Oh my. I, I, I would hope so. You don't Tell look like a spoon. I spoon Edab. <laughs> okay. So you were just like, alright, this is weird. You've never had night terrors before, Tagoro. On the cover, shut up. Okay, Jesus. Um, Alright. Fair is being replaced, apparently. <laughs> was she going to let me spoon her? Was that a thing? Fuck <laughs> oh, no. Not right now. Well, I mean, like, at all. Oh, well, maybe. Damn it. I can't fuck this Garrus face palms. Garrus face palms. Oh, it's a Goro. <laughs> I was watching. This is the new guy. He... Literally just tried to kill us earlier today. I figured we'd watch him. Edab I... was following orders. I know, Edab. Go back to sleep. Edab, I'm not tired. Edab, I'm tired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. Jesus. This poor guy. Right? <laughs> When everybody has to sleep, I'm going to try to get Roshin. Mm-hmm. So when everyone's laying down, hey, yeah, uh, you want to see a magic trick? Yes. Oh, this seems creepy as fuck. <laughs> and then he stabs a pencil in her eye. Oh. No. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> All right, check this out. So I pull out the ring. That I bought in the uh, Fitzpark. And I grab a giant eagle's feather that I got in Vivandi. And I place the feather on top, and my body kind of radiates purple energy from my magic. And I place my hand on top, and you can see through the hand and the feather, 
like an illusion of the waves if you were to like look out into the hot you know hot desert or something mm. and i push down and try to force the feather into the ring oh. i think i have to make our kind of check for that we were talking about cassie yep go ahead all of a sudden we hear an explosion in the middle of the night that would be a modified 20. Mm. all right yeah I'd go ahead and describe how this looks to Roshin. So as I push my hand down, the feather kind of turns that same purple energy I do, and it shatters into many, many, many sparks, and it into the ring, and a little etching of a feather is left inside the ring. Oh, that's so pretty. How did you do that? Lots of practice. Can I do that someday? Absolutely. Anybody can do it. But remember, it doesn't only come from here, and Manny points to his head. It also comes here. And I point to Roshin's heart. Magic is special. And remember that, because you're really strong. You sound like my papa. Yeah, I've heard a thing or two. <laughs> Have a great night. I pick up the ring. Thank you, down. Mr. Man. You're welcome. And I go to sleep. Alrighty. <laughs> so, what is the order of your guys' watch? Uh, I'll go last. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm staying up then. <laughs> I guess I'm going first. <laughs> so Garrus is first. Uh, Feora can go next. Uh, let's see, how is Roshi? I mean, Roshi has dark vision, so that's probably helpful, right? Her perception is negative one, but she can try her best. <laughs> so you guys going to let the kids stay up and keep watch for y'all? <laughs> I guess I'll Heard. get up. Her and Edap could actually like settle rock paper scissors. Yeah. <laughs> you wake up in the morning and they're still just rock, rock, rock. <laughs> yep. There's someone to rock golem into existence. Oh I've no! So much of that. We'll rock to rock. We'll rock to rock. <laughs> so we have Garrus, Feora, and Tagoro. You and. Edab are gonna go on your on your same turn. Yeah. Okay. Oh, if I uh go first and then I uh after my shift, would I be able to make a long rest? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So, Garrus, is there anything you do or want to do on your turn or during your your rest? Uh, I go to check how many candles I have, and it's oh, just Jesus one. Christ. It's just one left, and I'm just like, I'll save it for an important night. And just put my uh, candle away. Uh, next up is Feora. Do you, when she comes to relieve you, she asks, like, how you're doing and how all that, you know, anything to keep an eye on? All's good? Oh, just a lot of trees. Uh, pretty big area, so you should be able uh, to see somebody coming if uh, they show up. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. You're up, kid. 
Okay. All right. So then Tagoro, you and Edab wake up on your turn to go and relieve Feora. Hey, girl. Hey. How are you? Um, I'm all right. It's pretty quiet tonight. Damn, that's hot. How are you? Uh, I'm good. And I've made a papoose and I've put E-Dab in it as he sleeps. He's just snoring. Oh, that's good. Um, He's out like a light. Yeah. Uh, are are you nervous about you know, when we reach the blood plains? Uh, no. No? No. Okay. Are you? A little bit. I haven't been back, you know, all of that in over 10 years, so it's a little stressful. You'll be all right. Yeah, I hope so. I just, you know, kind of what I've shared with you before, it's just uh, bad memories. You want me to wrap you in a papoose, too? No, I'm good. Okay. Thank you, though. Thank you want me you. to swaddle you? Swaddle me? Yeah. Um, no, I'm good. I I can... I, I think I'm good. But thank you. you. Sure, and you seem I'm... on the fence. No, <laughs> I don't like feeling confined. Are you sure? I'm really good at it. See, I swaddled uh, Garris. <laughs> He's just a <laughs> tin can wrapped up in <laughs> crunchy burrito. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up in the morning. Just, uh, uh, uh. He's like, why does this keep happening? I was about to say, I have no recollection of this. I wait till you're you're a heavy sleeper. Well, I I think I would have to be. <laughs> okay, I hug her, and, and I right. kiss her on the cheek, and I'm like, "Good night." Oh, okay. Good night. Oh, shit, really? Like you blush? She wanted me to. Sw- she wanted me to spoon with her, and then I do this, and she's like, "Oh, blushing." Make up your wine, woman. Okay, calm down, bitch. All right, so um. <laughs> What are you doing with Edab? Just keep him watch while he sleeps? Oh, yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Adam, high or low? Hi. Alright. Uh, yeah, during your watch, you just have a very snoring uh, Noel with you as you're keeping watch. Uh, this, it's a very open, wide sky here. Stars are out and all that jazz. Nothing of note during your watch. Um, occasional, like, owl flies over and hoots and everything. And, yeah, you are keeping watch till dawn slowly rises over the camp and everyone starts slowly waking up for the day. Okay, that seemed creepy, but okay. <laughs> All right. I was just trying to give a nice word picture. Jesus Christ. 
All right, Terry, good guy. Calm down. Yeah, it was nice. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> not, not you, Manny. Not you. Adam was giving a jab at me. One of my favorite authors. Adam, shut up. All right. So you guys are gathering up your stuff and heading out. Edab tells you that there is a small ravine uh, up ahead that you guys should meet, you guys should come across by late afternoon. And he says that sometimes there are orcs that hunt in that area. Good to know. He doesn't know what tribe of orcs, but there are orcs that he and his kind have seen. And just to be on the safe side, Edab's gang usually steers clear. Maybe, maybe they're friendly? That would be a first. Uh, yeah. Well, you're friendly. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They they could be. I know not all clans are like the Steel Thunders, but uh, we still should be careful. Yeah. We can be careful, but nice. Okay. Yeah, we'll definitely take everything situational. You don't want to be too, too hasty, because I'd like to try to get more allies over here before we just storm into the scar. Yeah. A whole big bunch of friends. Well, if that's your guys' plan is to gather some allies along our way, I'm going to tell you right now, you're looking at about close to 100,000 with just within alone the Steel Thunder Clan. They're pretty big. That's a big number. It is. It really, that's why they're the clan that occupies the Scar. Well, you are a part of them. Is mm -hmm. there any, like, rule system... I mean, even pirates, they have rules, sort of. Do orcs have rules in their tribe that they have to follow? Well, most orc tribes that are at least around the Scar, where I grew up, most of them are allies or sworn to my father. My father's the war chief, so basically whatever he says goes. There are a few things that we follow as far as, like, codes of, of warfare and stuff. They mostly attack first and ask questions later. If you're lucky and they leave you alive, it's because they're going to bring you back to their training pits to train their younger warriors on how to fight and kill. And usually those prisoners are the cannon fodder for that. I see. Well, we're just going to have to be very careful. Yeah, I don't want to be cannon food. All right, well, who's driving the cart first? I don't mind. Screw it, I'll drive. Right, you're driving. All right, well, it's going to move on. And I, I would guess that we'll go in the direction of where Edab said, but when we, like... A short time before we get there, we'll maybe start slowing down and seeing if there's any good places to go around or hide or sneak around without being seen. So as you travel through your day, the morning passes, lunch passes, uh, it gets like mid-afternoon. What about so second lunch? Okay. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have any oysters left? 
Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Tagoro swells back up. <laughs> <laughs> Tries to wink at Feora, but his eyes are already full and shut. Uh, if if Manny is the one driving the cart, or Garrus is, or whoever is, uh, I need that person to make a perception check. That's a natch 20. Alright. Nice. Man, I wish I could see more of those last episode, but okay. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't see shit last episode. For real. As you get on ahead, and you're, uh, you look ahead you notice what appears to be campfire smoke up ahead. And you also see like where would be like the terrain gets a little bit rocky and you see kind of like a small dip in the path. And you also see what appear to be very like, kind of like peaking up are some faint structures. So it's not just like one campfire. You see what look to be maybe a couple. Do I see any like people? You do spot some movement. Hey guys, we we might see action. I see a couple of campfires. And also, I believe I saw movement. We'll be right back after a quick break. Welcome, fine townsfolk, to the trailer for Random Encounters. The podcast where every Monster Monday we will pull a random monster from a random monster manual. The necromancers flayed the flesh off hill giants, keeping the skins mostly intact. Join us each week as we discuss and dissect each monster, its merits, and its downfalls. Do I see armor class 9? Nine? You have to actively try to not hit that thing. Basically. <laughs> That's Random Encounters every Monday wherever you find podcasts. Hey y'all, it's Becky, player for Roisin, here to talk to you about our friends over at Awesome Dice. They have you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs. From metal and gemstone to their specialty dice, you can easily find the right set to give you the advantage on your next game session. I just got some sparkly ones that have been working great for me. <laughs> Make sure to visit awesomedice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. That's awesomedice.com with the discount code ADVANTAGE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. Add more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice today and gain the advantage in all your rolls. Hey y'all, Kyle here to talk about our friends at Elderwood Academy. They have all you need to add to your D&D gaming experience. They make everything from hex chess dice boxes to dice catapults. Completely customizable, you can choose from different types of woods, such as cherry or walnut, as well as different designs like the dragon or even a phoenix. You can find all of their epic accessories and more at elderwoodacademy.com and let them know Party Advantage sent you. Much love from the Elderwood Elves and the Rampack. Game on. Hey everyone, your DM Cassie here. Before we jump back into the rest of the episode, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook 
To check out fun post special announcements and our monthly epic loot box giveaways where you can enter to win some awesome swag to give you the advantage on your next encounter. I also want to take a quick moment to shout out and thank a friend of the show, Nim Toast Hater, for the use of some of his awesome homebrew items. He can be found all over social media with his homebrew creations with a focus on D&D 5e mechanics. From items to monsters, feats, classes, and even races. You can find Nim on Twitter at ToastHater. You can also check him out on Patreon, DMs Guild, and his own Discord server by following the links in the episode description. Thanks again so much, Toast. You rock. As always, if you've been enjoying this episode of Party Advantage, please take the time to review us on your podcast platform of choice. Reviews really do help us spread the word and grow the show so that we can keep bringing you more exciting content. Thank you so much for listening, and now, back to the show. Okay, um, well, I can always send Kel over there, or we can send Edab. No, let's not send Edab. Well, I mean, we could send Edad because he knows the area. Maybe someone will know him, and, you know, we can get in. He's going to get sniped, Manny. Yeah. If they uh, be big green warriors, they might they might hunt Edab. Yeah. Should we just proceed with caution? Okay, I'll just send my bird. It gets shot down. Fuck <laughs> yeah. uh, the bird, but NPC. <laughs> he just got back from the dead. He dab can't. <laughs> we already had this conversation about Stardust, so saying hell over there right now. <laughs> oh my god! I'll go. I'll hold on to Tagoro and I'll go blind and deaf. Okay. So, <laughs> send Kel you, over there. Send Kel over there. Suddenly, an arrow strikes him. Ha ha! No. So, Edab fly or not? Jesus Christ! Kel flies ahead. <laughs> Edab can fly. Edab sprouts wings. God damn it! God, he's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. So, Jesus. All right. So, Kel flies ahead and it's, you know, a good ways ahead. And as he flies over this little ravine, he sees what appears to be a very crudely constructed uh, little village with timber and hides and stuff. And it looks to be maybe about like eight to 12 huts that are constructed and you see people coming and going and as Kel looks these appear to be orcs uh, in various colors of like green and dusky brown and such and gray and you do see like a few scouts placed at different points of the perimeter keeping watch and such you see three scouts are pointing towards the direction of your guys's wagon. And it appears like they're talking. Maybe they have spotted you, but you don't see them like gathering tons of people. It just looks like they're 
They've taken notice. Okay. I relay that. All right. All right, guys, I think we've been spotted, so let's stop the cart real quick. Let them come to us. Okay. So here's the question, guys. How do we want to handle talking to them if they're orcs? Carefully. That's always a plus. I like that to start with. (laughs) Well, um, Um, I mean, I have some magic I can do. I can make something scary if you want to try to scare them away. Or some offense to that. Just because that works, not they're not. That doesn't mean we're all scared of magic. Just uh, Goro's definitely scared of magic. I could like create some sort of scary creature and try to scare them off. You like, could oh, let Tagoro and I try to approach them first and talk. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe see if they're friends. Yeah. And um. If they're not. We can stay away. Fiora could flaunt her uh, uh, princess royalty. I'm not a princess. Oh, I'm. I thought you were. I'm sorry. Well, no, aren't you? I'm... You're the, you're the daughter of the. Yes. You're the daughter of the leader. Chief. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Of flaunt a... that around. Um. Here's the thing, though. If these are rival orc tribes and they realize that I'm the war chief's daughter and a steel thunder, that could make things worse. Well, in that case, we'll kill them. You guys can take their armor, and then we'll go incognito. Well, hold on. There's like 12 huts over there. That's a lot of orcs. You think they're going to yeah. send their entire their entire village over? They're just going to send the scouts, most likely. Yeah, I'm not really too aware of how they do things around here, so I don't know. But I, if you guys feel comfortable going over there... I don't mind going... I would just suggest we go with Tagoro's last name that he gave himself, Crogblast. Uh, there aren't any known Crogblast orcs that I know of, but these guys might not know that. For all they know, the Crogblasts are like a dinky little clan. I'm High King and Crogblast, and this is my queen. <laughs> no, we are fresh not... new to the Barons. These are our friends slash slaves. They're not orcs. <laughs> uh, you're in. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, maybe my idea wasn't a very good one. This is why I don't normally plan shit. No, this is perfect. I grabbed some food because that makes any orc happy is food. That's actually a good idea. If if Tagoro and I approach offering gifts uh, <gasps> as an, you know, like non-threatening, also we want to make sure we approach without our weapons drawn because that is like a no go for orcs. All right. I am my own weapon. I I know I know I know that, <laughs> but they don't know that, Tagoro. All right. Well, I could uh, cast a spell on both of you that would make you more charismatic if you think that'd help. Uh, if sure. Whatever you think would work best. Like I, said, I, I mean, think I you just... should save your magic. We got this. We got food. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll definitely give it to Tagoro. Okay, that's probably a good idea. 
<laughs> I, I'm going to cast Enhance Ability. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm going to do Eagle, uh, Eagle's Splendor. All righty. Go ahead and read that off for us. So the target has advantage on Charisma Checks for one hour. That's it. All righty. All right. So... Yeah. Uh, Tagoro and Feora. Tagoro, I'm going to make you be taking lead on this because I don't want to RP a conversation between just myself with you commenting occasionally. So if you're pretending to be a war chief or even just a random orc head of family or clan or whatever, then you're going to be the one who's speaking. As Feora said, keep your weapons Keep keep your weapons, you know, stowed away, and all that jazz. No, I'm already halfway out there. Okay, shit. All right, so Fiora jogs to catch up with you. Uh, The rest of you guys, are you hanging back to wait, or are you following a little ways behind? Should we wait in the carts, like high in the carts? So for you guys, I'm gonna be in the cart, but I'm gonna have Kel circling above them. So mm-hmm. and just let me know if anything goes down to instantly let me know. Okay. He'll be like perched on a dead like branch of a tree or whatnot, you know. <laughs> Jesus. Just <laughs> out in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Here, you know we should actually bring some more food. There's a bird in that tree. Let's hit it. No, don't. That's fucking kill, idiot. <laughs> the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> so, Tagoro, you have advantage on all charisma-based checks. Good, because I have negative one charisma. Yeah, that's what I assumed. Christ. So if you need to do, like, a performance or a deception or whatever, it should work. So as you two approach, uh, Tagoro, you see three warriors making their way towards you. They are uh, two men and a woman uh, with tattoos and stuff across their bodies. You see they have weapons on hand, just not raised against you, but at the ready. One of the men steps forward and he starts speaking in Orcish to the two of you. And Adam, you speak Orcish, right? Common giant orc, yeah. Okay, cool. The guy calls out and he just has... Hey there, he calls out. Whoa, hey. Uh, what tribe are you with? Krogblast. They all kind of look at each other like, what? Uh, what are you doing in our lands? Traveling. Passing through. Okay. Would Where you are... like an offering of food? And I take a bite of it so they know it's not poisonous. To show no ill will. The man steps forward and approaches you, Tagoro, while the other two hang back. What is it you're offering him? Just like a piece of meat or a a flask or something? A piece of meat, yeah. Okay, yeah, he accepts it and he kind of like gives it a sniff where he takes a a bite from it. And what is your name, sir? Tagoro. Tagoro of the Crogblast. Got you. All right. I am Demille Redfall. Hi, Demille. And 
These are my siblings, Bar and uh, Rahi. Are you looking to find rest for the night or just pass through? Are you even interested in trading as well? If you're oh, shit, supplies? yeah. Yeah, some of my friends, there's some greedy bitches. They love trading stuff. So, yeah, they probably want in on this. Uh, okay, there are more of, of your people? Yes, but we are we only orcs. What he kind of like looks back behind you guys. What do you mean? We're the only orcs. The other ones are like well one dude's in a suit of armor. One dude's really short. Um the other girl passed. And uh, <laughs> we just got a new friend, but we're all cool. They're under my, they're like, my clan is unusual. Okay. Will so you? They, I, they, if they mess up, I answer for their transgressions. Very well. Uh, we occasionally have traded with outsiders though not very many um you will be asked to leave your weapons at the gates of our village do you accept these terms oh yeah that's totally cool i hand my axe he takes the axe and beora hands over her great sword and uh the... I my I, I'm saying this in my head. My axe is soul bound to me, right? I can just recall it like Thor. Right? Uh, are you attuned to it? I thought it was. Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm like, yeah. Here you go. Whoop. <laughs> All right. So you hand your your guys a shit over. He tells you go ahead and let your people know they can approach, and they will lead you to the village gates. We come back. Hey guys, what's up? They're totally not dickish. It's cool. Um, we do have to leave our weapons at the gate. What? We have to leave our weapons at the gate. Garris, don't be this way. You get to keep your candles. I have one. <laughs> but they're willing to trade with us. You could get more. And we can rest there. And rest. How do we know it's not going to be an ambush? Are you 100% sure they're not going to attack us? No, but nothing ever is 100% sure. How about, if, how about this? Instead of leaving our weapons with them, why don't we leave our weapons inside the bag of holding? Therefore, they're still close by, well, and they won't be able to see what's in the bag of holding. That's cool. Well, me and Fiori already gave up our weapons, but that's just because I can, like, you know, throw my arm out and my axe comes to me. Well, so. I gave mine up because I was actually, you know, Trusting. respecting our Okay, let's culture. not take that tone. Let's not take that tone. I was, okay, let's I was not take that tone. Him. You mean it does look like there's a town? It's like a town. It's not just like a camp. Maybe there are kids in there. And they want to make sure they're safe. He has a point, guys. Uh, okay. Yes, yeah, she has a point. And it is going to look weapons. weird if we roll up and 
only two of us had weapons. I mean, this is the Blood Plains. That's like a death wish. Just like literal dead child of the group. Just like maybe maybe they don't want dead kids. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna probably want to keep your mask on there, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a game. It's like it's like hide and seek. Only you never stop hiding. It's okay. I know I'm scary. Well, not to me, but to normies. Normies? To normies. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Edab, I would not run off by yourself. Edab will stay very, 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 very close to two new friends. Edab just, like, climbs back up into his little baby wrap. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a girl. He just, he just ducks down behind Roisin. <laughs> Tries to make himself small. Actually, that makes sense. Buddy system. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Edab buddy system with Rosie. Yeah. Rosie. Manny and Garris, me and Fioria. Buddies. All right. So you guys follow the three scouts to the gates of this little village. And yeah, it is very, like, picture, just very rustic. Uh, Again, like, mud and and timber huts uh you do see some kid orcs rushing running about there are some small livestock like chickens and some some goats and like some pigs the villagers uh as you guys enter watch you all with surprised interest the scout who introduced himself before he explains to you guys that you know like you drop your weapons off right here at the gate they will be kept under guard by the scouts and you will get to sit down and meet with the elders can exchange news information uh ask questions and then you can begin discussing trading and and whatnot with the members of their tribe okay okay fair enough and he tells you that they are this this village, like the, these orcs, they are known as the Bone Wolf Clan. Is that a new one? Yes, that is a new one. Okay. I was raised by wolves. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you see, you notice, uh, Tagoro, that many of their their scouts and warriors wear like wolf pelts. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and you said the what was it again? The Bone Wolf. The Bone Wolf Clan. Uh, on the way there, Manny will cast tongues on himself. Alrighty, so that way you can understand them. Yeah. Gotcha. He'll listen, uh, but he'll also ask: Is there any other orc tribes that are? around this area. Are you I'll asking the, the I'll scout? say an orcish. Yeah. Oh. Uh the guy arches his arches an eye in surprise as this little halfling is speaking orcish to him. He tells you that there are a couple of others that are nomadic. Recently his tribe, the the Bone Wolves, have settled here trying to stay far away from the orc tribes of the south. 
lately, things have been getting increasingly dangerous as some of the larger orc tribes have been getting uh, more and more threatening and kind of just like absorbing the smaller tribes within to themselves. I see. But nothing of the Steel Thunder tribe around here quite yet. At the mention of that, the scout, he kind of looks worriedly about and almost like he doesn't react well when you mention the Steel Thunder name. He's like, they are the tribe we wish to stay the furthest away from. Um, if they make it this far up north, then I worry for the rest of us out here just trying to keep to ourselves. I understand. Thank you. Can I ask why you ask about the Steel Thunder tribe? Why such a outsider like you would be interested? My friend here is looking for his mother. So any rumors that you may heard about the Steel Thunder orc will be most helpful Wait. for our quest. Wait, what? <laughs> you just damn me? Huh? Oh, wait, is my mom part of the Steel Thunder? You don't know. No. Uh, we don't know. No, not that... It's likely not, according to what has been found, I think. <laughs> All I said was, we're looking for your mother. And any information about was the Steel Thunder orcs? Or... I was going to say, was she taken by the Steel Thunders? We don't know. I see. Missing mom, Steel Thunder. That's all we know about this place. Got you. Well, they're still led by their war chief, Grolash. Um, not only is he a, a warrior, but he's also a warlock, so he also wields very unsettling dark powers. Oh. Jesus fucking Christ, if you made him like Ra's al Ghul, whatever his name is, from World of Warcraft. <laughs> that is not sucking, that dude's name at He just all. sits there sucking uh, souls out like it's a fucking juice box. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Can you pass me a Capri Sun, sir? That's a person. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Rewatch uh, World of Warcraft. It's basically that. No, <laughs> not that Damn. guy. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> I mean, I do love me some World of Warcraft. I really right. <laughs> So many will look at him. So he has magical capabilities. He does. And lately, he has been sending warriors out to attack and bring back slaves for sacrifices. Oh, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. They're sucking him out. Manny thanks him again and... I guess joins the group again, or... Oh, damn, that was his name. Well, no, I was just... <laughs> Did you have any more questions for him about Grolosh or anything? No. I don't think okay, so. Okay, Adam, did you... Adam, you can jump in with questions. 
I was waiting for Manny to get on. Jesus, I'm being polite. <laughs> um. So why why do you guys call yourself the Bone Wolves? Oh, sorry. Why do you guys? Uh, that's not very Tagoro. Why do you guys call yourself the Wolf Boners? Wait, what? <laughs> God damn it! Oh man. Jesus. Uh, well, we. Why are you called the Crog Blast? No one knows. It is a clan name that was has been passed down since the founding of our clan. The elders of our village say that when our clan was formed, that the spirit of a skeletal wolf was the ones who aided us and, and helped us survive out here in these oh. harsh environments. Hell cool. So, um... yes. That is why we are called the Bone Wolf. Bone Wolf. Bone Wolf. Okay. Bone Wolf. Bone comes first. Yes. Skeletal uh, wolves didn't didn't roll off the tongue as well as Bone Wolf Clan. That makes sense. Yes. So as you guys like follow, park your wagon. They all kind of, like, some of the warriors suspiciously eye Edab, because gnolls are a pain in the ass. And you guys are eventually brought to the Elder's Hut to meet with their tribal leaders. Okay. Hi. So. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. (laughs) All right. So you are introduced. To their people, and let me pull up their names. Hi there, people. Okay, shut up. Okay, so we have four village elders that you are introduced to. The chief, the village chief, his name is Uresh, and then we've got his three advisors: uh, an old orc woman named Emmy. And two old male orcs named Adiz and Thrick. Good job in picking easy names. What was that? <laughs> I said, good job on picking easy names, sarcastically. I... Those were easy <laughs> names compared to the other ones that were here listed. <laughs> All right. For Garrus, Roshin, and Edabd, is there going to be like a interpreter can we turn on subtitles like we can't really <laughs> we can't really speak or- orcish or hear no- uh know what orcish is so okay so feora will offer to translate for you guys so just assume from here on out here are your 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 voice dubs cool roshin is just listening politely <laughs> doesn't understand any of it but just <laughs> Garrus would be like completely lost. He'd be like, "Uh huh. Uh, oh no. Oh yeah. Uh, no. No. Oh okay." So Feyora will be vo- will be translating for you guys. Uh, again, Adam, are you taking lead on this with Manny as your assist? Yeah, I got this. All right. Okay. 
<laughs> so you sit with the village elders and they greet you guys. They offer you some uh, fresh water to share in and everything. In my head, I thought you were going to say like peyote. They offer you some peyote. I'm like, of course. <laughs> yeah. You Don't want to be rude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wolf brain. Don't mind if I do. Jesus Would you like some Christ. wolf brain for dessert? <laughs> I pantomime opening Garrus's uh, armor up like a coconut shell and that there's gooey goodness inside. <laughs> oh my lord, what? He's like a Cadbury egg. Yes. All right. Except it's, except it's <laughs> muscle and not creamy goodness or whatever. Oh my. You are a small yet strange clan. Correct? This yes. Krog Blast. I don't... I'm not familiar with that. You must be a very rather small clan. Is this your clan itself? And may I ask why it has so many non-orcs? Um, we're like a broken family. Like, we adopt. They have orc tendencies and spirits. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it is rather strange that your your clan consists of this. It's not not common. Um, so, not uncommon. Uh, that is true. I have heard of some clans composed of half-orcs that uh, uh, trade with some outlying human kingdoms. So, they are very few, and I have not encountered such uh, groups in, in, my, in my, my day. And you are, my, my scouts tell me that you're heading south, you're just passing through? How further south are you planning on going? Um... Navigator? I'm looking at Manny. Ah. Oh, oh, uh, yes. Um, well, we are traveling to the Bud Plains, uh, or the, you know, the Scar. The Scar. I see. <clears throat> yeah. To, we, we know wait, it's dangerous. The, the, I was about to say, to the, you, you do know what's there waiting. Yeah. Bitches. <laughs> Not bitches, but... Yeah, the steel thunder. Listen, um, my friend here, we're looking for his mother. And we have reason to believe that the steel thunder orcs might have her. So we're going to try to get her back. I see. Yeah, I mean, basically, saw my mommy, magic mirror, threw her stone. The stone showed up on a magic map there, so that's where we're going. Okay. Well, if you'd like, I can at least help see you through parts of, of this region, at least. 
to the border of of our lands until you until it becomes a bit too dangerous for for my people. Um, we won't travel much far, but if you if you'd like, we can also assist in a little bit of extra arms to help fight beside you. Oh yeah. In case you encounter something. That would be amazing. Thank you. Wow, that'd be very generous of you. Yes, uh, I, I think so. Do we owe you guys anything? <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, uh, it would help us very much if, if we did get some outside help. We have run into a little bit of trouble on our own here. There is to the to the east, um, there is a nest of giant lizards that prey on our hunting grounds. How giant are we talking? Yeah, like give, dragon size. Yeah, I give Garrus a look, and I'm just like, dude, we've already like killed two dragons. Like, <laughs> that's why I'm saying. I know, but I'm just saying, like, I hope they're not, you know, dragon sized. Lizards. Yeah, but we already have like a good even score with winning against dragons. At least no, I do. We don't. No, we I don't. do. I took a dragon down from the sky. What have you done? Christ. He blocked a fire blast. Anyway, so listen, what kind of you know lizards we talking? Are we talking like geckos? Big, 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 big. The problem isn't so much that their size; it's their number. 15. What's the number? I mean, it's a nest. Uh, we have spotted. Uh... We have spotted at least. Four, but we're worried that the nest they have made, which is underground, holds more. Uh, yeah, that doesn't sound very good. Now, I'm guessing you are going to want us to exterminate them. It would help. Uh, my warriors, our village, like, we don't have the numbers to take on such things, but. If you are a capable enough group and, and you have the skills that we do not, we'll gladly accept the assistance. I think we're pretty strong. Yeah, we literally just said out loud that we've taken on two dragons. So we got this. Three. Yeah, it's only... Technically. Three? But yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, Retina, three. Ancient Red. Uh, Ancient, Ancient Red. Okay, uh, yeah. Blue and uh, all retina. is just like, technically, didn't you guys just leave behind the red dragon? That's why I said it wasn't even, but... Okay. And it's only fair that we help them if they help us. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it also might steer us away from our goal to try to get to the scar. I mean, how bad can it be? It's only a nest of lizards, Manny. I mean, if we do this one thing, then they can help us get farther and get closer there. 
It's not like we're on a time limit or anything. Uh, that's true. Except we don't really know what they're doing with Tuoro's mother. But I mean... We need all the help What do you mean, have, Manny? Right? <laughs> I'm not trying to make you worry. What are you doing to my mommy? I don't know. <laughs> that's the thing. That's why we gotta go save her, man. Tagoro, what are they doing with my or, or I'm Tagoro. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, what are they doing to my mommy? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I think let's help them and we can get closer. I think that is a good idea. Plus, a little protection wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Okay. Since it is late in the afternoon, you can either choose to go hunting with their warriors today or take a rest and set out with a couple of their scouts to go and uh, hunt them the following day. Are the lizards more active during the morning or nighttime? I would guess morning. They're usually just active all the time uh, whenever they're oh, hungry. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I was thinking maybe we could like rig explosives to the entrances and just close them off, but it doesn't seem like it's that easy. No, of course it's not oh. going to be that easy. Silly boy. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Tagora brainstorm. God damn it. They're lizards. Mm-hmm. Manny, correct. can you make it super cold? Well, I'm looking at my spells to see what I have. Um, I don't... I mean, I have Ice Storm. I can make an Ice Storm, but the thing is, is it only lasts, lasts for an action. It's not like oh, all the time. So yeah. Well, we need, we need to make Druid friends. Yeah. What about Roshin? Can you do any Ice Spells? No, I can't. No, it's okay. I, I can, if we can get a bunch of them all in one place, I could make them uh, go really, really high up in the sky and then drop down. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone awesome. slowly does like the head turn <laughs> towards right. her. I was about to say that. <laughs> Manny slowly turns his head after having the conversation with her the day before. That, would help. that might be a good plan B, like a really solid plan B, like almost like the actual plan we might do. I'm Manny, do you have anything better than that? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, Jesus! Garrick just, just looked and, like turned his head slowly to Manny <laughs> and just falling down. Um, damn. Well, Garrick. Garrus just t slowly turns to uh, Manny. Can you do anything better than that, Manny? Listen, I'm a buffer character. I'm a support. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out his character sheet and shows it to the villagers. Look, this is my kid. This, this is, is what I do. <laughs> this is my limit, alright? Oh, or, or I can make it real dark, but I don't think it'll be very helpful because then you guys couldn't see either. I mean, we, I think we all have night vision. Yeah, but it's like a magical dark. 
Yeah, you have to have, yeah. If she makes it go magic dark, then even your dark yeah. vision won't do shit. Yeah, she has, uh, she can cast. Uh, darkness. Yeah, darkness. I think she can cast it as a cantrip because of her. Mm-hmm. Oh, kind mm -hmm. of like uh, Garris with Light. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I think, I think it would be better if we scouted a little bit just to get the uh, lay of the land. Yeah, the lay of the land exactly. Our bearings, just so we know what we're kind of up against. That's but I don't know if all of us should go. Go on this uh, hunting quest. Well, a little scouting. Oh, okay. Because if we oh, send what? all of us, well, if we send all of us, it'll be harder to stay stealthy. No offense to you, Garrus, but you're quite loud. Uh. So you're going to leave me in a tribe of orcs that I don't know the language of. Oh, well, I was going to probably stay as well. Roshin, me and you, and maybe Fiora and Tagoro could go with the scouting party. Yeah. And Edab. Huh? <laughs> yeah, they can go with Edab. Yeah, Edab, you can go with them. Edab can be help? Yeah. Sure, you're going to be a great help. Oh, I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> Edab, <laughs> you've been doing just fine. You'll do great. Edab will do best job to help. Yeah, good job, kid. And I give him a high five. And a red shirt. And a red I shirt. I the red shirt and tear it up. Oh, no. no. Uh, or we could all go, and the best thing I could do for all of us is make all of us invisible. I still don't think that would help me, honestly. I think it's probably best <laughs> if I stayed. The lizards just look up and just to the sound of a tin can rolling down the floor. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Why don't? How far is the uh, nest from the the village? Just a couple hours out. Hours? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it should be too bad. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why don't me and Fiora just go and eat out? Just because that way she's not here to be. And I'll put Kel with Tagoro. I can't be like look through him or anyway because he'll be too far. But he'll be linked to me still. So if anything happens, he can fly back to me and let me know if anything happened to you guys. Or, you no, know. fly to Manny. <laughs> I'm getting eaten. Oh. <laughs> right. Or he gets eaten. <laughs> Kel gets eaten by a lizard. Well, guys, something happens. <laughs> oh, Kel's dead again. <laughs> Chicken nugget. <laughs> I'll look at her again slowly. Head turn. <laughs> that wasn't in character. That was Becky. <laughs> I like that being her just going chicken nugget. Chicken nugget. <laughs> <laughs> oh nugget. my god. That's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Then is there anything else about these lizards that we should know about? Like, do they breathe fire or do they fly? Poison. What was that? Do they have? A, are they like Komodo dragons? Do they have a poison mouth? Be 
here's the thing. I have a monster manual that I'm going to use that has been given to me by uh, our our pal Wander, who does the music. Who? <gasps> Who's familiar? Ew, Who's yeah. familiar with Monster Hunter? <laughs> oh no! The video, the video game. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I, nah. I play it, but I haven't played the newer stuff. Nah, 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 nah. It's a, it's a fun game. You should check it out. It's a fun game. Yeah, it's a great game. It's a good game. I like to play it with Wander and run around him in circles while he actually kills the monsters. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... <laughs> That's going to be our next episode, is we're going to oh, do yeah, a little yeah. Monster Hunter quest. Yeah. So is awesome. Edab our, uh, our, our palo? Your, your palico? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on our very own website, www.partyadvantagepod.com, where you can find cast and character bios, along with updates for special announcements and events. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage for fun posts and episode updates. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back in two weeks for more Aries adventures as the Ram Pack continues their journey. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.